Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the Second Button Podcast. We're Brian and Andrew. And this episode redeemed everything bad we said about Seinfeld last week. Yeah. Yeah, how last the last one, yeah. It was just I felt bad because we we shit shit on it, but it's like, hey, there's gotta be, you know, bad to be good. Yeah, you gotta shit on something. Yeah. I was uh yeah, texting you before this. I'm like, well, I was taking my notes and everything. I'm like, this is a great episode. There's so many memorable scenes and lines in this one episode. If you said Yankee beans, yeah. <laughs> these presses are making me thirsty and you're not supposed to do that. They, they yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel like the same episode, but it all is the same episode. Yeah. And it, it, yeah. it works really, really well. Um, but yeah, um, this is a real, real nice. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Right. Doing a, yeah. Season three, episode 11, the alternate side, which is kind of a weird title for it. Kind of, yeah. I feel like, like alternate side of the look, road. Is that a Woody Allen reference? Maybe we maybe. should probably look this up before we start recording. Jamie, maybe look, look, look that up for us. <laughs> yeah, somebody look that up. Let yeah. us know. Yeah, I wonder if it's like moving cars from other side of the street. I don't know. Anyways, uh, but wait. this was originally aired on December fourth of nineteen ninety one. So we're getting okay into no. Christmas territory here. Ninety one. All right. So. This uh, opens up with a bit about car alarms, stand-up bit here, how like the car alarm acts like a nervous, hysterical person when it, you know someone gets near it and is like, whoa, 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 <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of doing the act, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, and it's kind of like, you know, really, you know, annoying and horn, car horn, everything going off, it's like, and Jerry's like, I would like a car alarm that's like, you know, more subtle, like someone goes yeah. and, you know, tries to break in and goes, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me? <laughs> Side eyes. <laughs> when was the last time you heard a car alarm and you thought, somebody's stealing that car? Or do you hear a car alarm and you go, fucking someone's car alarm's going off? Yeah. It's... They're, they're useless. And like no one's, no well, one's hearing a car alarm and saying, crap, someone's stealing that car. Even if you saw someone like crawling underneath and trying to hotwire, like he's trying to turn his alarm off. You yeah. wouldn't think they're stealing it. <laughs> yeah. Just... Yeah, I know. Definitely. You hear it all the time. And it's just always like, oh, somebody shut that car off. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not like, uh oh, somebody's stealing that. I better do something. And even if yeah. they did, what would you you do? I'm like, oh, they're driving away. Yeah, call the police. <laughs> and like, yeah, we're not gonna find them. Yeah, no, <laughs> we're definitely, definitely not gonna do that. But anyways, yeah. uh, opens up at Jerry's apartment, and he's telling George uh, how his car got stolen right off the street. They stole it. And then they're like, George's like, how'd they start it? And he's like, they must have crossed the wires or something. <laughs> and George's like, I can't make spaghetti. And they're crossing wires and starting cars. And then Kramer this comes This goes in. back to yeah. a story my mom told me right before I watched the episode. Yeah. My mom called and we caught up a little bit. She mentioned a friend that their daughters, like one was like street smart, one was book smart. Yeah. And one of them was uh, making craft dinner. She looks at the box and she goes, the directions on this are awful. It says to boil the water. But it doesn't tell you how to boil water. <laughs> <laughs> so she told me that story, and then I went to watch yeah. this, and it was George was that person. <laughs> it doesn't tell me how to boil the water. Yeah. He can't make spaghetti. I like that. And it's just like <laughs> hot wiring cars. I, mean, I don't even know how that would that would work. But anyways. <laughs> so uh Kramer comes in and he tells tells them that they uh, stole his car. Who? Is it they? Oh, they stole it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they kind of do that little bit back and forth. 
Um, which is funny because Jerry seems like pretty okay with this. Maybe like it happens all the time, or yeah. it's just that's living in New York for you, like that kind of. Yeah. Ba -da -ba -da -ba. You know. <laughs> and I I found it funny that they did the they thing, mm -hmm. and Jerry says they, and then mm -hmm. Kramer's like, was it more than just one? Yeah, because he said they. Mm -hmm. So it's showing that in 1991, they was also used as a singular term for one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 30 years later, people still can't wrap their head around it. Yeah. It's always, yeah. Uh, yeah, just like, he says like, oh, they, like, oh, they, you know, can't fix the sidewalk. They, you know, can't, you know, yeah. didn't, you know, that kind of thing. And it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> they just kind of quick, you know, uh, bit back and forth about that. But anyways, yeah. uh, you always know, like, uh, He's just not too worried about a stolen car. Like if that yeah. happened, like to my car, it'd ruin me. I oh, mean, yeah. well, it wouldn't. Especially, <laughs> especially if the bed of your truck was full of recyclables. I know, ready. You to would lose all those nickels. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like that's like a hundred dollars. For those uh, that don't listen to other podcasts, Brian's on. He has a pickup truck and he keeps his recyclables in the bed. <laughs> I fill it up and I sort all my recycling and I take it in. And I get a big old cash haul. Last time I got made 120 bucks, okay? That's fantastic. <laughs> Nothing to, you know, shake a stick at. It's pretty good. But, I mean, it would suck. It Like, if my car got stolen. You know, my truck. Yeah. And, oh, then, yeah. and, and Jerry's just, oh, well. And then, um, but I think the key is to have a car that no one would want to steal. And that's where yes. a piece of shit F-150 from 2004 comes into play. It's the only way to fly, yeah. my friend. <laughs> Yeah. I gotta leave the car like keys in there, windows rolled down. Somebody's just like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> they drop, <laughs> they throw change in there. Yeah. <laughs> Help this guy out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this, my seat's all blown out. <laughs> like the <laughs> leather or whatever plastic vinyl seat is just all cracked and split. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm like, oh, it's, you know, it's 20 years old. And then I had like a coworker talking about their cars, like, oh, you know, my car's falling apart. It's so old. It's like 2015. I'm like, okay, <laughs> take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's okay. You'll survive. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, so uh, they're, you know, Jerry, he says like, oh, I better, you know, call my uh, car phone company to cancel the service. And that right there is really wild to me. It's like the sign of the times. <laughs> yeah, it really aged it. Like, imagine having a separate phone in your car and then paying for that. <laughs> like, yeah. a separate number and everything. Like, <laughs> good God, that's so weird to me. I remember seeing yeah, cars. just like, you, you couldn't take it out of the car. It was just in the car. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, and also the, I guess it could be like, how important are you that people need to get a hold of you while you're driving? Yeah. That was definitely before like cell phone laws or anything like that. I don't know if you have those yeah. in Canada or but yeah. like here, like even just like being on your phone or ha holding it and texting or whatever, you get a ticket. Even if you're using your phone as a GPS, yeah. If you have it in your hand, that's also yeah. Okay, which yeah makes sense. You know, distraction. Yeah. And then, uh, so, but I remember seeing car phones in like show TV shows and movies and thinking like, oh man, that's luxurious. My, my friend's that's dad had future. one. It was like the bag, the bag phone. Yeah, and. uh he was an insurance adjuster or something like that. So he used it for work. And if mm -hmm. he was out doing an adjustment, somebody had to call somebody, he had the phone there. 
And I remember just looking, I'm like, this is wild. Like, I did, wouldn't even sit close to it. I was scared I'd kick it with my feet or something. <laughs> this fancy phone on the floor. You're like, oh, that's so fancy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It must be rich. <laughs> yeah. That or, like, a friend had a TV. And, like, uh, his mom had, like, a van. And it had mm-hmm. a TV in there. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I had the TV that folded down from the top and took yeah. DVDs and stuff. I'm like, yeah. Fancy. Uh, I'm like, that's so... <laughs> That's so Fancy Ford van. Yeah. <laughs> fucking made it there. Or yeah. it just like random like pieces of tech that like are unnecessary nowadays. Like an intercom in a house. I, I don't know if you ever had like any I've knew seen anybody. Them, yeah. yeah, seen that. That's uh it's completely worthless. Now let's say if you had a huge house and you need to get a hold of somebody, most people everybody has their phone on them. <laughs> you can just yeah. text or whatever. Yeah, you wouldn't like, need that now. Hey, you're in the west wing of the house. <laughs> East wing. <laughs> But I remember my friend's uh, grandparents had a house that was pretty, pretty big and they had intercoms in it. And I was like, oh my, they didn't ever use them, but I was like, oh my God, as a kid, I'm like, you're so rich. It's completely (laughs) awesome that you have intercoms in the room. (laughs) Um, Anyways, anyways, but, uh, so back to it. Uh, George was saying, you know, as uh, Jerry's going to call the phone company. George is like, hey, you should call your car phone. Like, maybe the guy picks it up. Yeah. And then Jerry's like, okay. <laughs> he calls his phone, and the guy picks up. It's Larry David. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so, like, the interaction's pretty good. So, <laughs> he, he, It's Larry yeah. David, but he was, was kind of disguising his voice a little bit at the beginning, yeah. and then it wore off. as the Yeah, scene yeah. I, I didn't even think about it until almost the end. Yeah, you're right. He wasn't when Kramer as, grabs it, you can tell for sure yeah. it's Larry David. Before that, you're like, is that Larry David? Yeah, he wasn't laying laying in, laying the Larry on. Yeah. Uh, but he goes like, <laughs> the conversation's like, hey, can I ask you a question? Sure. Did you steal my car? Yes, I did. <laughs> but that's my car. I didn't know it was yours. <laughs> 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 and he goes back and forth, and the guy's like, he, he goes, well, can I have it back? No, I'm going to keep it. Just a casual conversation. Drive around? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What are you going to do with it? Yeah, I'm going to drive around. (laughs) The guy's just driving his car and talking to him. Yeah. And then Kramer wants to talk to the guy who gets the phone. And then Kramer left some gloves in the glove box, like some brown. Kramer takes the phone and just starts talking to him. He's like, who is this? Oh, yeah. When people pass the phone over (laughs) and they don't say who they are. Because for those that don't know, my... uh, Right now I'm doing a normal one call taking at work uh-huh. and I'll be talking to someone on, and give them like instructions on what to do for the first aid portion of this. Yeah. And then <clears throat> there's another voice all of a sudden. I'm like, who's this? I'm like, well, this is Fred. I'm like, Hi, Fred. Why, <laughs> why, why are you passing the phone around? And then I'll be talking to that person and be another voice responding. I'm like, who am I speaking to now? I'm like, oh, it's Sue. <laughs> like just, they're just passing the phone around, not introduce themselves. So the when this <laughs> happened with Kramer, like you could say, hi, my name's Kramer. The whole family going to have a go now. Talking. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. So he, um, you know, talks to the guy and he's like, oh, I left some brown gloves in the glove box. And he asked the guy to bring him by the building. <laughs> he's like, okay. And he takes down the <laughs> address. Yeah. So it's like, the guy's going to come to the building. He's like, get his ass then. <laughs> but he's just concerned about his fucking he gloves. gloves. But anyways, and then he gets the phone back to G- to Jerry, and he's like, gloves. Anyways, <laughs> so he, uh, he asks the guy, you know, hey, did you hotwire it? And he's like, no, the keys were left in it. And then he's like, oh, okay. Uh, and then he's like, all right, well, drive safe. And then the guy is just bitching on, hey, Jerry, when was the last time you had a tune-up click? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's bitching about a stolen car. But um, 
he talks he's you know said like you know sid left the keys in the car he's like jerry's like george is like who who's this sid guy he's like oh he parks cars on the block he moves them so you, you know from one side to the other so you don't get ticketed and then you know that's you know george is like oh when you pay the guy he's like yeah like 50 bucks a month and he does it for like uh mentions the whole block basically so 40 50 cars and kramer's yeah. like he makes a fortune <laughs> so that's about two thousand to twenty five hundred dollars a month, and that would be ninety one. Yeah, in you know, in today's money, it would be about fifty nine thousand a year. Let's say he he makes that. It's not a fortune. Not <laughs> paying for rent in New York. No. Yeah, <laughs> well, it means more than I make. <laughs> I should start parking cars. <laughs> yeah, I'm not clean. I'm living well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. But uh, George, he's intrigued. Like, oh, you know, money. I, I think, yeah, no, no, it goes to this point, yeah. George is unemployed at this point. So he doesn't have a job. But anyways, so uh, Sid comes in. He apologized about leaving the keys in the car. He said he must have got distracted because they're filming the new Woody Allen movie up the block. And yeah. there's trucks and people everywhere. And must have, he was like, oh, I think I, when I was trying to look for Woody Allen, a lot, you know, got distracted. So, uh and then Kramer just casually mentions, he's like, you know, like, you know, picking his nails. He's like, oh, you know, I- I'm going to be in that movie. He's going <laughs> to be an extra. And then uh, he's like, well, how'd you get it? And he's like, I was watching them film and then they asked me to be in the movie out of the clear blue sky. <laughs> yeah. He's, I got a quality. <laughs> so, yeah, just, yeah, I got a quality. He just crosses his legs. Yeah. <laughs> and George seems so upset that Kramer is getting this part. Like, he, he just. He's incapable of being happy for his friends. He just has to be jealous of. (laughs) Yeah, of everything. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of like with this show. It's like they're just terrible friends. This would be, be, they'd be, (laughs) they almost like never really stick up for anyone but the core four, really. But it's fun. Anyways. So, and even then, George is still (laughs) not the best friend. He's still George. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, Sid, he mentions how he's going out of town next Wednesday. He can't park the cars. And then they get into a you know a bit, uh, him and Jerry, about next Wednesday or versus this Wednesday. The upcoming Wednesday is you know in two days, so that's the next Wednesday. And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, he's just going back and forth. It's like, if I meant this what Wednesday, would you I would have said. You, if we're talking about putting this episode mm-hmm. on Wednesday of this week, would you say this Wednesday or next Wednesday? This Wednesday. I would as well. Yeah. Okay, we're on the same page. We're never, the schedule's not going to be messed up, guys. <laughs> Just... Yeah. You'd only say that. I mean, yeah, it totally would be next if you're on that Wednesday. Yeah. Really. Or if you Jerry's meant... wrong and Sid is right. That's what yeah, we're yeah. saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Sorry. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, George, he asks, uh, you know, who's going to move the cars while he's gone? He, he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> The cars can move themselves for all I care. He's going to be gone. And then George asks, you know, if he can do it while he's gone. And so it's like, you know, fine, I guess. You got they nothing can move else. themselves if they want, he says. Yeah. <laughs> he's get, you know, he's kind of asked, like, what do you, you got nothing going on that you want to move cars? He's like, well, you know, I'm in between jobs at the moment or like. <laughs> big transition phase. Transition phase. Yeah. I'm figuring things out. But yeah. So he's like, fine. You know, and he's like, just don't forget to take the keys out. <laughs> that's like pretty much it. Okay. So not to poke holes in a plot or whatever. It's funny. But I'm like, how does that work? Does this guy just have 40 to 50 spare keys 
hanging out and how does he know which one goes where? And then so it's not like he can just borrow your car keys and then bring them up to you again. He'd have Did to he have an extra this, set made for him. Is that what you do? Yeah. Like you'd have to give him your, your car key and then he'd have to mm-hmm. you know know which one goes where. And I'm like, that doesn't seem like uh, the best operation. A lot of organizational work would be required. I yeah. Think. It's not a real thing. I mean, I don't know if I'm, am I crazy here? <laughs> it just seems like a, a made up plot point for this episode. Yeah. And I'm just saying, you know, boy, I hope somebody got fired for that blunder. <laughs> we'll check with Doug Christ. He, he knows New York better than we do. We'll ask Doug if that's a thing people do yeah, in New York. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the phone rings and this time you can't hear the other side of the conversation is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just Jerry is the car thief. He's just asking about the defroster and how to do do that. <laughs> <laughs> so it, uh, you know, uh, Jerry doesn't have a car, so he's got to rent a car. Cuts to the next scene, and Elaine and Jerry are at the uh, car rental joint. Uh, Elaine's and telling this is such a classic scene too that I forgot was in this episode. Yeah, it, it's yeah. this is one of the, yeah one of the, it's a classic scene. Uh, it's <laughs> anyway. So this is so great, but we're gonna get to this the conversation. But uh, up b- before that, you know, Jerry and Elaine, they're talking about the guy that, you know, Elaine's dating at the moment. He's an author. Uh, things are going pretty well, except, uh, you know, he's 66 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Elaine and the, I mean, Jerry and the gang, they're probably early 30s, mid 30s in the show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a big gap in age. It's like dating her dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could, uh, you know, could be trouble. But yeah. uh, they get called up to the desk and... Um, you know, Jerry, he, you know, said like, oh, I made a reservation for a mid-sized car and the clerk agent, she's typing away and they continued to type or to talk about the uh, 66 year old dude. And, you know, she's kind of trying to sell it and like, he's in good health. He works out. He's vibrant. Oh, Jerry, mm-hmm. you'd like him. And then Jerry <laughs> in the bed is like, why do people say that? I hate everyone. Why would I like him? <laughs> That's <laughs> a good line. Like, uh, that's what I like. Was wondering, like, who wrote this episode? It's a lot of good lines, and it works out really well. I think Larry David yeah. was one of the writers of this episode. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, look at that. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> and then uh, Elaine asks if uh, Jerry would ever date a sixty-six-year-old woman, and then he's like, "Well, I tell you, she would have to be really vibrant." <laughs> 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 uh, and then this next scene's great. So, uh, agent, she's. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. We have uh, no midsize available at the moment. He's like. I don't understand. I made a reservation. Do you have my reservation? Agent. Yes, we do. Unfortunately, we ran out of cars. But the reservation keeps the car here. That's why you have the reservation. <laughs> and she goes, I know why we have reservations. I don't think you do. If you did, I'd have a car. <laughs> See, you know how to take the reservation, but you don't know how to hold the reservation. And that's really the most important part, the holding. Anybody could just take them. And then he just like the way he acts it out. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. I feel like this came right out of his stand-up. Like this, this, this scene, it was perfect. He nailed yeah, it. It feels like he put a lot of work into this because mm-hmm. it just it just came off perfect. Yeah. yeah. And then the agent, you know, goes to speak to her supervisor. And then, you know, she goes into back office and then through a window you can see uh, her talking to another person. Mm-hmm. And then another this was great too. It's like he's like, Oh, here we go, the supervisor. You know what she's saying over there? <laughs> what? Hey, Marge, you see those people over there? They think I'm talking to you, so pretend that you're talking to me. Okay, now you start talking. Oh, you mean and like, oh, you mean like this? So it looks like I'm saying something, but I'm not really saying anything at all. 
And it's perfect because it's like mirrored. Yeah, because they're going the, behind back and the door forth. And them. That's... So now you say something else and I won't tell, you know, and they won't yell at me because I thought, you know, they thought I was checking in with you. Okay, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's enough. We'll see you later. <laughs> the agent comes back and says, oh, I can't do anything for you. And then Jerry's like, yeah, you look like you were having a real conversation over there. <laughs> and that's, a, that's the play, though, when you're in customer services to, uh, I'll talk to the supervisor. And then you're not the bad guy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the supervisor is who's not out on the floor. So you can kind of, yeah, in that uh, situation. I work customer service and everybody always wants to like talk to the, the top. The, who's, the, who's the bigger, yeah. b- bigger, badder, you know, manager? Who's the, the boss? I want to talk yeah. to the Bowser, not the baby Bowser here. And you just put the you put and if it's <laughs> so you, put, you put the one mute for a minute. And you just kind of hey. hang over a second. No, they said I have to not do that. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, you know that's kind of how it is. And then even if it's the same answer, but it's coming from you know a higher up manager, then you're like, okay, cool. <laughs> you're yeah. more people are more happy about that. I'm like, it's the same fucking thing I said. <laughs> Yeah, but the anyways, policy doesn't change because you talk to someone different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the way it is. Yeah. yeah. So agent says that they, you know, they don't have the midsize, but they have a compact you can do. Um, Jerry, you know, fine, I'll take it, kind of thing. And then he's like, <laughs> agent uh, asks them like, oh, uh, would you, uh, Mr. Steinfeld, would you like the insurance? <laughs> and it says <laughs> Jerry's like, yeah, you better give me the insurance because I'm gonna beat the hell out of this car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to beat the hell out of this thing. And the woman's face is like, <laughs> as he's signing. <laughs> and they continue to talk about the, you know, 66 year old that Elaine's dating. And then Jerry just, you know, yeah, if you like it, that's all that matters kind of thing. And then immediately yeah. Elaine starts fading. It's like, I love, you know, being with him. I like being with him. It's okay being with him. <laughs> and then it, next scene at Jerry says, <laughs> Elaine, I don't enjoy being with him. like, <laughs> <laughs> She like it let that sink in pretty fucking quick. <laughs> Jerry didn't even do anything like saying like, "Oh, he's too old." Da 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 da. Didn't didn't even give any negative like feedback. Yeah. It just Elaine already just like. Uh, there yeah. was a cut scene, a scene that was cut there. Oh really? It's Elaine saying that they were at a. I forget where they were, but she was talking with him, mm-hmm. and she mispronounced a word, and he corrected her in front of another couple. She goes, "When I'm dating, I want to focus on dating, not on grammar." Yeah. And then Jerry says, that's actually pronunciation, not grammar. And she goes, not you too. <laughs> and she goes, somebody else just doesn't like the guy. So. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so she's going to meet him for lunch, but she wants to break up with him. And she's, you know, rather do it over the phone. And then Jerry's like, well, how many dates have you gone on? Seven. That's got to be a face-to-face breakup. <laughs> if it was six, it'd be a different story. <laughs> I don't know where that is in the handbook, but it sounds like it sounds like a legitimate rule. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Kramer kind of comes in the door, and then George just busts in right behind him, barges mm-hmm. in. His hair's all frazzled. He's got a belt full of keys. He, he, <laughs> he's like, I got a car overheating, an alarm that won't go off. <laughs> and George is just losing it. He's trying to get a bucket <laughs> of water. I don't know, dump it on the car, I guess. He's coping just as well as George would cope. Yeah. <laughs> so. And so, uh, you know, Kramer starts uh, talking about uh, shooting his scene. So he was supposed to be just an extra in the background carrying groceries, but during the filming, fucked up and he tripped. And then Woody <laughs> Allen saw and thought it was, he was, you know, so funny. And now Kramer has a line in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And they're all like, he's in a scene with Woody Allen. Kramer's going to be a star, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they want to hear what the line is. 
And so he, he, you know, he turns to Woody and he says the line, boy, these pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> so classic. <laughs> and he's like, they all kind of critique him. Is that how you're going to say it? And he's like, well, I'm working on it. And then but they so all. Starts, George is the first one to criticize him because George is still mad. That yeah. He yeah. He's like, that's movie. how you're going to say it. Like he's not worth it. <laughs> and then Elaine says her take or her take on the line. And then Jerry does. And, you know, they all stink. You know, Kramer knows. It's like, you guys don't know how to act. Because <laughs> Kramer's now <laughs> a big shot. <laughs> and then uh, George gives his take on it. And he just yells out, all frustrated. You know, this these pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no. That's... They, they all played it as their character. Like, their character yeah, they... would actually say. Yeah, and then he's like, it stinks. He's like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. And then George is like, well, maybe the pretzel guy is stressed because he has no job, no girl, and he's parking cars for a living. <laughs> he's he, <laughs> hearing the honking cor- uh, honking cars in the background. He yells out out the street, all right, I'm coming. These pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> and then he storms off downstairs. And in that scene, the corner of the rug behind the couch, the mm-hmm. corner of it was flipped over. Yeah. And Ashley noticed it, and mm-hmm. I rewound it to see if George kind of kicked it when he was running the bathroom. Nope. Just the whole scene, the corner of the rug was folded back on itself. Okay, yeah, yeah. I saw that, and I didn't know if that was George when he was storming to the bathroom. Yeah, that's what I thought, so we ran it. You know, it wasn't, unless it was one of the previous takes, or yeah, yeah. maybe someone tripped over it, so they moved it, but didn't realize it was going to be in the scene. Yeah. <laughs> someone better get fired for that <laughs> <laughs> So the scene ends, but it, you know, it comes back, and it's still at you know Jerry's apartment. Uh, there's a knock, and then uh, Elaine's there with Owen. He's out. He's out cold. And then mm-hmm. Jerry helps you know, bring him into the apartment. He's like, boy, he took it hard. <laughs> like the breakup <laughs> nearly Just killed him. Uh, wow. So they they lay the guy on the sofa and they call for an ambulance. Dude's unconscious. Kramer busts mm-hmm. in rehearsing his pretzel line. And then they're like, oh, wow. You know, the guy's out cold. He's like, they don't know what to do. What you're supposed to do with a passed out guy who's unconscious. Like raise his legs, get blood to his head. No, you lower him, get blood to his feet. What about a cold <laughs> compress? Well, you we put a wet sponge on his head, and he's like, "Oh, hold it with a belt." <laughs> he's gonna strap the belt, <laughs> strap a wet sponge to the guy's head, and then Kramer's like, "Maybe he overdosed on drugs. You gotta walk him around." He's like, "He's not on drugs. Well, he could have dropped acid while you weren't lurking." <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, maybe he's diabetic. He may need a cookie or something." And then they proceed to shove a cookie in this guy's mouth. <laughs> and and I was watching this. Just moving his jaw up and down. And it was it's funny. It's mm-hmm. a funny scene. Yeah. But like my note says, I wish this unconscious scene was less real. <laughs> because people do this shit. Okay, I was about to <laughs> I went to a call one time. <clears throat> I'm trying to do it without uh, giving any indicators yeah, 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 to the people, yeah. but I respond at one time. Mm. And person A called 911 for person B that was diabetic and unconscious. Mm-hmm. And before we got there, this person was trying to help them. And I'm like, what is in their mouth? And we got our suction thing out. And suction, this is thick, black. And I was like, are they vomiting? Like, is there blood in there? I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, they look over and I see a one. Do you guys have molasses in like milk cartons? Do you uh, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or like jars or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is like in a milk carton style. Yeah. And it's a full liter, so four cups of molasses. And 
the they were pouring that in their mouth because they're diabetic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they thought that would help them. But it's quite thick. <laughs> so they actually filled their mouth with thick goo. <laughs> so they couldn't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't breathe because they had this molasses uh. full in their mouth. And 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 people do this stuff. It's like the cookie <laughs> thing. I'm like, I want to laugh, but it's real. <laughs> this is what this is how people respond. Crumbs all over him. His cream is like, I don't know how we're going to get him to swallow. <laughs> like, yeah. oh. Even now, when I'm answering the phone on the other side, people are like, I'm going to do this. I'm like, no, please do not do that. Just don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. And we, we tell people, don't have anything to eat or drink. Okay, I'm just going to give him a glass of water. I'm like that's something to don't have anything to eat or drink. Yeah. Well, can he suck on a candy? I'm like, he, what need does he even eat candy now? <laughs> just the it's this is the non-diabetic ones. Diabetics, yeah, you could probably have candy, but mm -hmm. everything else, they just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's it, funny, but it way too real for me. Yeah. <laughs> just <Okay>. flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, I might, might know there. So obviously that's wrong, but what should they have done? Just is, wait. Just leave <laughs> just, them there and just <laughs> let them. I think the biggest thing when people are sick is that you don't always have to do something. You could just do nothing. It's mm. okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. But there, yeah. Like everything's going on, they're panicking. Kramer's going to get a blender to blend up cookies so he can drink it. <laughs> you can't blend cookies. Cookies you blend. <laughs> uh, and Elaine's panicking, and she just yells, "Where's the ambulance?" And then we hear a tire screech and a glass shatter. Scene ends. Yeah, but it comes back, and it's been like a half an hour later, still no ambulance. And you know Jerry's on the horn trying to call, figure out where the you know where they are. Yeah. Uh, but there's a buzz and it's the paramedics. So they're late because uh, of George. <laughs> he's gridlocked the whole block, triple parking cars, and he's slammed into them while driving Jerry's rental car. <laughs> George yeah. comes up with a bumped head from the accident. Yeah, you know, asks he sees the dude and he asks what happened. They have no idea. Uh, paramedics in the <laughs> you hear him off screens like, "Who shoved cookies in his mouth?" <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to do that <laughs> they act like oh no it was there when we got him <laughs> like they're gonna get in trouble uh but yeah he was george was saying you know he was parking the cars and he saw woody allen he got distracted that's why he crashed the car into the ambulance <laughs> kramer comes in and he says hey, you know how george is fucking up the production of the movie woody's pissed at george He's like me he's that mad at me should i should I, you know, apologize to Woody? <laughs> he must really George like... more happy that Woody <laughs> noticed acknowledged him. him. <laughs> yeah. Wonder, yeah, he must be a big Woody Allen fan. Yeah. yeah. I've not seen a single movie of his. So, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, Kramer uh, says, you know, he's like, I you know, may try and smooth things over with Woody. You know, and he, as he puts on his shades indoors, because, you know, Kramer's a superstar now. <laughs> <laughs> the aviators. No. Nah. So uh cuts uh to a stand up scene uh where you know Jerry's talking about first aid like hundreds of years ago, you know, there's no medicine, no tech, no equipment, you know, what do they do? They were just there first, hanging out with you. Can yeah. you help me? No. But we were first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like YouTube comments how people would just first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do people I, still do that? I don't know. I was about to like what was the point that was dumb. And now yeah. <laughs> Just to be like be a, the first comment. Yeah. First. first. But like seven people saying first. <laughs> you should do is go on like, <clears throat> find like random videos that have like, you know, 50 views or something like that or less even from like ten, first. 10 years ago. First. <laughs> if you would like to do that, uh, you could go to uh, 
Andrew's Alcove or yeah, the, uh, the second, second Button podcast <laughs> yeah. or the Tone Jerks podcast <laughs> yeah. or uh, East Coast DNA. Mm-hmm. And you could go in there and uh, just be, be the first person to comment <laughs> on 95% of those videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They come back to Jerry's apartment and, you know, Sid's laying into George. He says, you never said you didn't know how to drive. <laughs> Because <laughs> he damaged a bunch, of, a bunch of cars. <laughs> he's just like <laughs> teeing off on George. And he's, Sid's got another good line. He says like, moving <laughs> moving cars one side of the street to the other don't take no more sense than putting on a pair of pants. My question to you is, who's putting on your pants? <laughs> <laughs> and then Kramer comes in with uh, the newspaper. Like, I put my pants on, Sid. I put my <laughs> I pants on. I don't believe on. you. You <laughs> yeah. put your pants on, you move those cars. <laughs> yeah. Uh and then uh, Kramer comes in with the paper, and then uh, he says, "Oh, you see the paper?" And then Jerry's like, "No," even though it's Jerry's paper. <laughs> <laughs> so there's an article about Owen, the author, uh, the writer. So he had a stroke at a friend's apartment. Goes on, it's like, and then Kramer's like, "Jerry, you're the friend." <laughs> <laughs> like it's you made cool. the you made the big time now, Jerry. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, in the article, it talks about how, you know, it, it wouldn't have been uh, sev- as severe if there wasn't, uh, you know, a bunch of commotion blocking paramedics. So George's, <laughs> George's commotion. And he also mentioned how the commotion delayed Woody Allen's movie and how Woody may never shoot in New York again. <laughs> all because of George. <laughs> he just, George is sitting there taking it all in. I'm like, okay, Woody Allen hates you. You almost killed somebody. <laughs> yeah. uh, Do people shoot movies? In San Diego. Is that a thing that you ever see being a bigger city? I don't think so. I think if anything, they're going to do LA. Yeah. Because Halifax has some movies happening at times. Mm-hmm. And when it, it reminded me of the story when he said he's not going to shoot here again. They shot Titanic. Parts of Titanic they shot right in Halifax. Oh, okay. And that, there's a actually a graveyard in Halifax of Titanic. I was going to say t- Titanic survivors. Not survivors. Yeah. <laughs> People that died in Titanic bodies that they recovered, they buried some of them in Halifax. Oh, damn. And, uh, but they shot part of the movie in Halifax and somebody <laughs> dropped acid into the, the chowder <laughs> for lunch <laughs> and got everybody fucking out of it on acid. Oh, shit. And they, they shut down production for the day. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> I, don't, I don't know who did it or what their plan was, but they... They put acid into the chowder and got everybody all fucked up and stopped <laughs> filming. I don't think it was like Leo and everyone like that, but it was like yeah, somebody, different scenes. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's pretty good. They, uh, <laughs> they definitely got everyone high on acid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what your, your the end game was for this, but it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that could have ruined any films being made in Halifax again. Though. Just that one prank, right? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, a, just a goof, dude. What the hell's the problem? <laughs> like, can't have fun anymore? <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway so uh it goes back to the rental place uh you know they're in line and elaine's uh telling you know jerry that she's still with owen even though he can't talk walk or feed himself you know she can't leave him now it'd be like uh abandoning abandoning him because of his condition she'd be ostracized yeah. from society or from uh the community. The community. <laughs> That's what she says. Yeah, the community. Oh, we, have, we have a community? <laughs> so they get up to the agent's desk, and you know, he's like, oh, you know, he's, you know, they know that it's damaged, and so Jerry's talking to him about it, and then the agent, uh, you know, 
says that the damage is going to cost uh, $2,866. Jerry's not- A lot of money on a Ford Escort in the yeah. 90s, too. <laughs> it's a lot of money now, but yeah. yeah. So Jerry, he's not too worried. But the car about- probably cost less than 10000 back then. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but Jerry isn't worried, uh, you know, because he got the insurance. He's covered. Uh, but, you know, Jerry wasn't driving the car. George was. And he mentioned that. The insurance only covers Jerry. So, <laughs> um, this exchange is also pretty good. It's like, all right, uh, well, sir, you're only covered for when you're driving the car. He's like, huh? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> he's like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Then what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh-huh. Oh, what? <laughs> he's like, you're not covered for other drivers. Other drivers? Mm-hmm. The whole, your whole business is based on other drivers. It's a rented car. That's who's driving it. Other drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't my credit card cover me or something? Not that particular one. Like, well, I got a hundred cards. Here, pick a card, take a card, any card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just yeah starts dumping his credit cards. It's like, sir, if you had read the rental agreement, did you see the size of that document? It's like the Declaration of Independence. Who's going to read that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Mr. Seinfeld, as it stands right now, you are not covered for that damage, and there's absolutely nothing that can be done about that. And then Jerry's pissed and he's just eating pretzels. He's like, these pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to the scene. Cuts to uh, Elaine at Owen's apartment. And she's uh, feeding him like he's a baby. He's sitting there in a wheelchair and she's just... <laughs> uh, and what is a Yankee bean? <laughs> I don't know. Like, this scene's great because it's kind of like a monologue. Because the guy's not talking back to her. She just kind of goes on. Oh, she yeah. does great in the scene. It's yeah. like... Yeah. He finishes uh, his Yankee beans and then Elaine, she's like, all right, I'm ready to break up with this guy. Time to pull off that bandage. (laughs) (laughs) So she goes on about how she's not ready to settle down. The two of them don't have common interests. I mean, (laughs) she likes to run, play tennis, ride bikes, go skiing. (laughs) All the stuff she doesn't really do. (laughs) And then she lays it on him. I'll be honest with you. It's a bitch to get here. <laughs> and the guy's <laughs> eyes are like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's two subways. I have to transfer at 42nd Street, take the double R. <laughs> uh, that's a great line. I'm going to be honest with you. It's a bitch to get here. <laughs> and then he's just sitting there staring at nothing. And then to break the awkward silence, she's eating and she's like, these pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, and then new scene at Monk's. Uh, you know, they're just bullshitting. You know, talking about like, you know, oh, can you die from an odor? Like if you have too much, you know, smelling something for like weeks on end, was it the vomitorium or something like that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hmm. Overdosing on us on odor. <laughs> and then George is like, Are you talking about me? Do I smell? <laughs> <laughs> of course it's you George <laughs> and then she mentions you know she uh, was on a subway and then it fucking was gross and s- smelled but she ran into and bumped into Owen he's almost fully recovered now and it's like yeah and then he tells Elaine he was just using her for sex <laughs> <laughs> so real ass dude of the week is Owen <laughs> let's go <laughs> Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they get the check and then George in- insists on covering it. He's like, he says, Jerry, I you know, I cost you over $2,000. He's like, yeah, a cup of coffee should cover it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty good. It's the least I could do. Yeah, no, that is one of the least you could do. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, <laughs> Kramer comes in. He tells him how he got fired from the movie. He said, yeah. like, uh, they rehearsed it a couple times. They're ready to shoot it. And then he said his line, and then he slammed a glass of beer on the bar and shattered it. And a piece of glass hit Woody. He started crying. <laughs> I'm bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's not a big deal. I don't get why I got fired. <laughs> and then some woman tells Kramer that he's fired. So he's like, okay, well, that's that. They're quiet for a second. And then Jerry notices Kramer has his brown gloves. <laughs> Kramer met up with the car thief, got his gloves back. He goes, for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's great, yeah. I, I was thinking this was going to end without a stand-up bit. But no, it kind of was because it had the credits going for a long time. Like, oh man, maybe they finally, because I know they do get out of that eventually. But no, it comes it comes back. Yeah. Stand up bit about you know being sick in a relationship. How that's the best part. You know, wedding vows, richer for poorer, for better for worse. The sickness one is all you need. He's like, that's the most important <laughs> one. And that's the only time you need someone there. The rest of the time you can just go off, have a ball, whatever. But if I get the sniffles, <laughs> whatever you want, you better be there. <laughs> <laughs> which I think is great yeah and definitely when I'm sick I know I'm just a like just I, I'm kind of like a baby but I'm also like just like leave me alone I'm just gonna die here <laughs> leave me alone but don't go anywhere and be here for me <laughs> yeah uh, yeah last time I was sick I was yeah last year with COVID and that was like mm-hmm. the first like couple days I was like this is it I'm gonna die as <laughs> <laughs> I just have Tons of like Powerade bottles on the you know everywhere, water bottles. I have my cold medicine. I was like, "This is how I go out." <laughs> it's not the year, Brian. <laughs> yeah, this is in a dark room. I'm like, uh. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm definitely a baby. It's like it, everything bothers me when I'm sick. I'm like, don't fucking talk to me, <laughs> but be here. <laughs> but yeah, just no. leave me here to die. Mm-hmm. But you better no, when you I was better mourn for me. Too, actually, took a day off to. Mm-hmm. take care of me because I was a yeah <laughs> just couldn't do anything I'm helpless yeah and then had to isolate too that was another mm-hmm. problem yeah yeah <laughs> can't do anything and you really can't do anything so. mm-hmm. yeah but man this episode was great Fucking it was good it was so much better than the last one yeah it definitely like I've seen the episode I'm you know but I honestly laughed out loud at yeah. parts yeah <laughs> I did as well it was a good one. He's like, who put your pants on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. Uh, yeah. And then the that my one of my favorites was like, it's a bitch to get here. <laughs> just, yeah. just he's in his eye. One thing I just noticed is his eyes like look at her like, <laughs> like Yeah, he was like, such a good actor. I looked him up. I'm like, he's gotta be something because just the miming acting would be yeah. very difficult. But yeah. you could see his expression, like he just did so well. So I looked him up and he's a bit guy. He was like an an episode of Star Trek. He was in like, but he's nobody. Not nobody, but he was. Yeah, nothing big. Yeah, yeah. But just the, just that the voiceless acting was done so well that I thought he had to be somebody. Yeah, no, same as Sid. He, he must have been a common comedian or something. Cause yeah, he wasn't in much either. But yeah, he was so funny. There's no way he didn't make money off being funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, and it's also yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I know you, you mentioned it. Like Owen never said a single word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ah oh, man, great episode. Yeah, this is this was a fun one. <laughs> it was a good one. But uh, yeah, I think that's it. We're gonna bring this in for a landing here. Uh, there were uh maybe some voice 
call-ins, right? Or about doing their, who did we their still have, uh We still have half a dozen from Michael Cartwright. Yeah, yeah. We'll play those uh, maybe at we'll, the end here. Yeah, we'll play them here at the end. And uh, <laughs> Best, if uh, we have any more, you can hear those as well. But we'll put another call out before I finish editing the episode and see if we can get a couple more in there. Yeah, the best, their best, uh, I, these pretzels are making me thirsties. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to start with Brian's. What's your best pretzels making me thirsty? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I I do like Jerry's. I was like, these pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> That's one I always go to too. If I'm eating pretzels and I do it, I copy Jerry's. I'm like mm. these <laughs> these pretzels are making me thirsty. Making me yeah. thirsty. Or Elaine's. These pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is her face? <laughs> like she's like, this is ruining my life. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they're sour or yeah, soil or uh, spoiled. <laughs> And Kramer's is like, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, if, if anyone wants to find us anywhere online, there's a link tree down in the description and show notes, and you can find us there. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter's there. And uh, yeah, if you need to get a hold of us, find us in there. All right. And we'll see you again in a couple weeks. See ya. Bye. Mm, goodbye now. <laughs> 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 Ba-da-da-da. <laughs> <laughs>